Hi, and welcome to the Cosmic Chats podcast with me, your host, Debbie Sugarbaker. On this show, I share conversations with individuals whose work, knowledge, wisdom, and insight have helped me open my mind and perspective, alchemize perceived negative situations, live in a healthier body, and see the world in a deeper, more wondrous way on a daily basis. My aim is that you, the listener, are able to receive all of that and tap into your own heart and energy to create possibilities and elevate your experience of this reality we call life. Please enjoy this episode. Karen and Larry from At Angelic Healing Crystal are going to be joining me shortly. And we're going to be talking about crystals. They actually source and sell crystals and are also incredible healers and energy workers as well. They have a lot to share about how crystals can help individuals to grow and to elevate. Oh, wow. Hi, Karen. Hi, Larry. Nice to see you. Good to see you too. How you doing, Debbie? I'm good. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Maybe you can just share with us just introduce yourselves briefly before we get started. Hi, everybody. I'm Larry. And I'm Karen. And we are Angelic Healing Crystals. I spent 20 plus years in investment industry, financial planning, everything having to do with banking and money. And then one day, I had this spiritual awakening and I haven't put a suit on since. And I started playing with crystals. My dad said to me one time, well, can't I still tell people you're a banker? Because he didn't know what thing I did. And I asked my guides one night to bring me my spiritual partner so that I could continue to do this work with my partner. And not long after that, I met Karen and I went, you guys did it. Okay. Well, I will too. Time to get to work. Yeah. Time to get to work. That's a very clear intention that you had to just ask like that and then receive the answer. That's powerful for people to hear. But you were also willing to do whatever it was that you needed to do in terms of your purpose for being here on earth, right? I was. My my teacher was a lady named Doreen Virtue. And I'm not going to go into all of the details about what she's currently doing. She taught me a ton. And one of the things that she said was, your words create your reality. So be cognizant of how you say what you say. And that has stuck with me. So to me, that is a very key aspect in anyone's spiritual path is to be very aware of what you say, how often you say it, whether you vocalize it or internalize it, the message is still the same. Just be aware of that. That's a good, really good point. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. And 
Karen, would you like to introduce yourself as well? Yes. So ever since I was a little girl, I've always been very sensitive um, and aware. I have earliest memories of being eight months old and astro traveling out of my body. And I started seeing spirit when I was about nine. So always been very empathic and intuitive and I uh, wasn't sure how my gifts were going to play out in this lifetime. And about, oh, 10 or so years ago, I started uh, hearing voices at our, our shows that we were doing uh, selling crystals at. And they, the crystals actually were talking to me and started telling me quite loudly what certain people needed or if someone was about to come up to our booth who needed maybe Chrysocola, for example, for grief. And I said, oh my gosh, you guys talk. I knew you were beautiful and I knew you were highly energized, but I didn't know that you were like evolved souls, like people. And there, I woke up to uh, being a medium and stepping into that and started doing spiritual readings and mentorship for people. I'd always been doing it on the side, just naturally and intuitively, because I believe we all have that gift inside of us. But I really, the crystals are the ones that woke me up and showed me that if I can tune into an energy of a crystal, I can tune into the energy of another human being and share insight for them. And that's yeah. a beautiful way to look at it. It's interesting yeah. you said that because I've taken plenty healing classes. I'm sure that you've heard of that, but you know, they, they talk about the different planes of existence. So yeah, one of the things that you learn in the class is how to tap into to the plant kingdom, to the mineral kingdom, and to know that everything is energy and divine intelligence. Things that we see even as like inanimate objects are our energy and we can connect with that. So it's really, really cool how you said that and also how you use that to be able to tap into human beings, which is another, each one of us in universe and ourselves. Thank you so much for sharing that. I wanted to ask you just... Obviously, you said that the crystals kind of speak to you and are able to tell you what people need. For, for somebody who might be new to crystals, or doesn't know some, so much about them, what are some practical ways that we can use crystals to benefit us or to help us? Someone who might, might be not as sensitive to energies. I always encourage people to, to trust themselves, to trust the information that they're getting. And to remember that on a core level, we're all animals. Like we all have basic instincts. So when we walk into a room, we can tell if we feel safe or if we feel unsafe. What I have people do often when we're at a show or where someone is working with a certain crystal is you're walking into a crystal shop and you see you're overwhelmed with all the different crystals. So I always tell people just let your intuition guide you even if you don't think you've got strong intuition just don't even read any of the descriptions get out of your head and get into your heart okay and just go to the ones that you're most drawn to um it doesn't even matter what they look like you may be like oh my gosh i'm really drawn to that and it, it may not even be super sparkly or pretty or whatever it is energy speaks to energy so you'll naturally be drawn to that which you need at the time for healing and balance the natural state of the universe is equilibrium so we're always drawn to that which we need to bring us into the alignment with our highest selves. But one way to do it is to, if you find, once you come upon that crystal that you're drawn to, 
hold it up to your solar plexus, which is the space right um, above your, you're right by your diaphragm. Okay. Right there. Right yep. Right there. Yeah. That, think of that as your sun center. That's why it's called solar plexus. It's the sun. That opening, that energetic opening is your energetic interpreter. So it will feel just like when you walk into a room, you'll, if you feel safe, you feel at peace. You'll feel it in your gut. Okay. That is gut instinct. Now hold the crystal to that part of your body, the solar plexus and ask the crystal, what is your medicine? Please show me how you're going to make me feel. Or likewise, if you're asking for a friend who may be sick or living across 3,000 miles away, it doesn't matter. We, we're all, energy travels beyond space and, and time. So you could be like, okay, well, what does my Aunt Mary need for her bladder cancer at this time? Is this, how is this going to make her feel? And then you'll feel it in your body. So we all have empathic ability. So I just encourage people, just feel the crystal first. Ask it, just talk to it like a, it's a person. So what are your properties? How are you going to make me feel? Yeah, so that's um, one engagement. Something in mind when you were asking that, I know that there's like a variety of crystals you can use for different reasons. What if you were a person who feels like you're constantly picking up energies? You're so sensitive that maybe, yeah. are there crystals that can help you to kind of like clear and to ground and to use in that way? Yeah, that, that's a really good question, Debbie. And it, it, it's presented to us a number of times at every show we do. So part of the thought process is everything is energy. And all of the energies that we come into contact with daily, whether it's somebody driving in front of us that hits their brake real hard or the mailman who rang the doorbell, you know, whoever the person is, everything that we come in contact with is energy. Some of those energies are relevant to us. And some of those energies are not relevant to us. The a stone that we use for helping, first off, there's a thing that's called the net of discernment. And that net, like a fishing net, travels behind you a little bit. And what is yours is caught within that net. What isn't yours goes right through the filaments of the net and is let go, filters through the net. So if you take the mindset that what is mine and I get an opportunity to learn from it, that's what I'm going to work with. And then the, from that scenario there, sometimes we get inundated with different things. And an excellent stone for purging, letting go of energies that aren't yours, things along that lines is black tourmaline. It's phenomenal for purification, for cleansing, a very, very strong grounding, centering stone, black tourmaline. So a way that black tourmaline, and I'm sure many, many people, especially people who are versed in crystals are very well aware of that. What I like to also share with people is black tourmaline is powerful, especially if you're also needing grounding because it's much um the material is different but it's much like the the molten lava at the core center of the earth which creates the electromagnetic field of the earth so if you're needing grounding that is why those heavier stones like basalt and black tourmaline 
they when they clear the field, it gets absorbed by Mother Earth. And it also creates a nice, a comfortable heaviness feeling. Now, if someone wants to clear themselves and not feel the heaviness, we recommend Shungite, which is about 98% carbon and 2% pyrite. We have a, a sample of it right here. This is a Shungite. And this is one of our favorite tools. This is soapstone. And it's extremely light. So I encourage the viewers right now to tap into the energy of this stone right now if you're needing clearing. This is an interactive exercise that you can do. Um, you don't have to actually have it in your hand. What's neat is when you invoke the, the energy of something and you don't have the piece, you say, and invoke the energy of some guy to help me balance and clear my field at this time. And so it is. And like I said, we're not bound by time and space and it happens instantaneously. Right. That's why the difference evaporates and it leaves you with a very light feeling. Shungite is one of the few stones that the NASA astronauts use, take with them into space. It's one of the most powerful uh, deflectors of electromagnetic energy, which we are all surrounded by constantly. Um, you can wear that as a necklace, a pendant, a bracelet, or again, just invoke it in your mind and know and trust that you can do that. Yeah, I could even feel when you just held at that piece. So I was thinking about a certain situation that kind of has some heaviness around it for me. And I felt a release when you just did that. So thank you. You're welcome. We had somebody who asked last night in preparation and excitement for this interview about pink sapphire, which I know is kind of a rare stone, but she wanted to know if you know anything about any healing properties or benefits that or symbolism of that particular stone. Yeah. So pink sapphire is similar to uh, other pink stones, uh, but it has additional properties as well. So like rose quartz and um, pink opal and kunzite are all clears of the high heart. So the high heart chakra is between the throat and the heart. So about right here. Okay. So when you say, oh, bless their heart, that's your center for compassion, forgiveness of self and others. Okay. But the additional properties of pink sapphire, the, it links also to the third eye and it, it opens up and expands uh, your clairvoyance, your ability to connect with your, um, with your angels and your guides and your masters, however way you want to phrase that. And deepens, when you connect with your guides, it deepens your level of your place of compassion for others and yourself. So it's a, a magnifier of your highest self. And your ability to have um, unlimited, unconditional love, unconditional self-love. And that's beautiful. I never had heard that high heart uh, chakra explanation before. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I just wanted to ask also, you know, a lot of people, especially since December 21st, a lot of people have been feeling like this pressure to kind of step into their purpose in whatever way. And I think that a lot of things that can be and dealing with a lot of maybe old traumas or releasing shame or, you know, different blockages like that. I wondered if, if it feels like at least what I've been speaking with people that the solar plexus is a big part of this. And I wondered if you can recommend a stone before we take questions. We can just recommend a stone maybe for our listeners or anyone who will hear this for that type of empowerment. Yes. From that center. Rhodonite is a, a pink stone with black veining in it. It's R-H-O-D-O-N-I-T-E if the viewers want to um, look that up. Rhodonite is 
phenomenal for clearing past trauma, abuse, shame, guilt, fear, all of those typically locked within the second chakra or the orange, the sacral, it's just below the belly button. Yes, a lot of that is being brought to the surface right now. And it's not just for this lifetime, it's for other lifetimes as well. And and I have definitely felt it and have been clearing it within myself. So it is definitely universal and encouraging people just to hang in there. But uh, rhodonite, I have found, is an incredible stone for that. There's many others. It's never just one thing that works for one person. But that is, if you wanted to hone in on that specific issue and not use something more general like quartz or Another stone I would recommend would be a golden healer, Lemurian. Okay. Lemurian crystals are linked back to the ancient civilization of Lemuria, which came before Atlantis. And what's happening is, is that we're making peace within ourselves between the masculine and the feminine. It's, it's like an internal battle happening. We'll find that we'll vacillate between extreme anger and frustration and love and um, compassion. And so if anyone remind people of the movie Avatar, that we're all spiritual warriors. We're all in a very uh, blatant way being asked to wake up and remember who we are at the highest possible level. And uh, rewatch that movie and, and you'll absolutely love That's it. so powerful. I can feel almost like tears from, from what you're saying. Yeah. Powerful. Yeah. We're returning, we're moving forward into um, a much higher frequency. And spirit is just telling us there's no time to uh, rehash the things that you that are holding you back, that you feel have felt locked into those old uh, self-belief patterns have to go. You can't operate in the sixth dimension. People talk about 5D, fifth dimensional living, but we're actually moving into the sixth. And any old lower frequencies, such as shame and guilt, they do not, uh, that you can't pass go. You, you just, you can't move forward holding on to your backpack. So I encourage you to light your backpack on fire and throw it vehemently off a cliff. Okay. And just say, forget all that stuff. Don't even think about processing it. Doesn't matter. It's a speck of dust in the grand scheme of things as an evolution as a soul. Right. Okay. Just move on and go into the joy spirit wants you to live from your heart love joy all the super high frequencies want that our guides want us to really move into that quickly now that's beautiful um we did get a question that i wanted to ask you it's from andrea and she was asking is there any resource for relating crystals to particular astrological signs just wanted to interrupt this episode to remind you that you can find all of my cosmic chats with video on my IGTV handle at Debbie Sugarbee. That's at D-E-B-B-I-E-S-U-G-A-R-B. There you can also find a link in my bio to support my work or sign up for a one-on-one healing session with me. Thank you and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. That is a good question. And I have uh, wondered that myself because I have a strong um, interest in astrology. Yeah. And I have to be honest with you, I have not uh, found anything that 
that I would recommend. I'm sorry to say that. I've often Googled and searched stuff online, but I don't, I can't verify the accuracy of that. Uh, I, I can't make a firm recommendation on that other than searching the mass resources of, of the web. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. Good, sorry about that. That's a good answer. So just to return, we got a question. What crystal can mitigate that extreme love and anger that people might be feeling? Is that the rod rhodonite that you mentioned? Yeah. So there are many, as I say, but these healing rods, the shungite and the, we call these harmonizing rods. We do have these on our website. And for store owners out there, we do carry these wholesale as well, but we do, they are retail listed on our website, angelichealingcrystals.com. Um, what I love about these is that when you are face-to-face -face with uh, with an emotional imbalance, what I do is, and you can't get out of it, you feel like super lightheaded. That's what's happening a lot. When we get out of balance, we'll feel very lightheaded and off center. I'll literally use the rods and ask spirit, please show me if I'm meant to know what is causing this emotional turbulence right now. Is there something is there a gift that I need to learn from a past experience to extract from it, understand it briefly without analyzing it and just let it go? And the number crystals have extreme heightened awareness and they will laser sharp tune you into that which you uh, haven't yet been able to see clearly and allow you to move it out of your field. Okay. And a big piece of that is gratitude. I always call it the three L's. Look at it, learn from it and let it go. Right. Beautiful. So uh, another question that we had was, I know that you guys sell crystals. So where do you get your crystals from? And what's that process like for you? Wow. <laughs> a few years ago, I met a man who brought me down to Brazil. And I find out later that he is a shaman. And he looked at me and he went, as he was looking at me and my buddies go, hey, we want whatever you're on, you know, and, and he says, Lorenzo, I will take you to Brazil. Um, and my buddies go, we want to go. And they said, no, you can't come. You guys are all money and Lorenzo's all heart. And when you're going to do this, you must come from the space of your heart. Otherwise." There's no need to go. He brought me then on and I met with the family that he's the godfather of the grand, the great, the grandson. And this last time in um, the beginning of the year last year, I'd probably been down there now probably nine times in the last seven years. Oh, I go down to South America, mostly to Brazil, both North and South, but sometimes to Uruguay as well. And one, a few times ago, we went to meet with a, a mine owner that had heard I was in town. He wanted me to come see his, his mine, which normally they don't want. They don't want you going to the mine because they don't know where it is. They don't want you to know where it is. But anyway, we get there. And there's a guy riding a bicycle with a stationary bike, so no rear tire, but the rear tire is attached to a fan, and the fan is attached to a, a tube that the faster the guy pedals, the more air fills up the tube, 
and is attached to the ceiling going into the mine. Wow. So he's out there pedaling, pumping air into the mine that his dad, his uncles, his cousins are all in there mining. And he's on the bike like this, smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Now he gets off the bike when we get out of the car and I'm like, you stop and you think, am I really seeing this? Is that how they're getting oxygen in into the mine? The guy pedaling the bike, pumping the fan? Right. So he stops. He gets off the bike and he comes, talks to us like 10, 15 minutes. And I'm like, shouldn't you be riding the bike at least and talking to us? Oh, no, they're okay. They're used to not, not having a whole lot of air in there. And... That's how unsafe the mining operations are down there. They don't typically let you in the mines. So no. to answer your question, yeah. Well, and there's only one or two families that own all the mines in that particular part, right? Yeah, and this the mountain range is about 500 square miles. And let's say it's along the rim of the mountain they go in and they mine and they tunnel and they tunnel. And then everything comes down the valley, which is about four hours away, depending upon where in the mountain that you are. And that's where they do all of the production. This is down south where the amethyst comes from. Then you can go down in the south and you can go to one warehouse. One warehouse was the size of a U.S. American football field. Wow. This one warehouse was filled with nothing but amethyst. Wow. Now, up north is completely different. It's a, there's three states that one of the states is the size of Texas. And you go from my house to her house. The first time I went up there, I did 22 houses the first day. Wow. Because each house... My family owns this little mine and we get whatever we mine that week. And they may stay up at the mine for a week, two weeks, three weeks. They come down, they wash it in the garage and they don't have garages, but in the little area out from their back in their shed. And then they set it out on the kitchen table and you might have three feet worth of X product. Wow. And it's all mined directly from Giovanni and his family. Wow. It's really incredible. It's very unfamiliar for us. It's a different world. Yes. Thank you for sharing all that. It's really interesting to get a peek into how, how it all happens to get somebody a crystal. And it's also beautiful to know that it kind of require you to go into it with your heart. And then you went in, into it with your heart. That's beautiful. I wanted to ask you, do you have to periodically clean your crystals? Do you believe in that, you know, washing them in salt water to clear the energy? There's a lot of different philosophies on cleansing crystals. The shaman that brought me down there, he said, you know, there's no reason to clean a crystal. The crystal is of the earth. It's been part of the earth for generations, whether it's in the earth or not in the earth. It knows how to absorb the negative energies or replenish them with Mother Earth, you know, help Mother Earth replenish. I also know people who say, no, that doesn't work for me. 
And I have to take mine and put them out in a bowl of salt on the full moon. So whatever cleansing process works for you, use it. Right. Because it works for you. And this is about your intention, listening to your guidance. So by all means, do that. A quick short answer to that is um, I like not having to deal with the elements of, of wintertime and things like that. Or um, salt, any type of salts, doesn't matter what kind. Salts were 75% salt water and the earth is more than that. And Gandhi was a big believer in salt. Salt is a massive healer. It's also a crystal of the earth. It's, uh, it's sodium chloride. It clears energy and it's cheap, it's fast. And you can just rinse it in a, in a bowl of salt water in a sink basin. And I, I don't recommend clearing or cleaning crystals with soap or anything like that. And also you want to keep crystals, especially colored uh, crystalline quartz-based stone that UV light can travel through will fade the color very, very quickly, like within the matter of uh, days and weeks or months. So salt water is probably the fastest. The other one is to own your power and clear it by intention. That's beautiful. I love it. So I feel like there was so much beautiful energy and information that was able to come through in this interview. Thank you so much for joining me today. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the end. I truly hope you enjoyed and received benefit from this episode. Please subscribe, share it with your friends and family, and or leave me a review. I appreciate your energy and support. You can also take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. I'll add it to my story. Until next time, be well and take good care. Bye-bye, everyone. Lots of love. Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker is a production of Yali Christina Podcast Services.